Hi, I'm Neve Ennis, transformation coach and host of your Tough Love Energy podcast. I work with women just like you who want greater clarity on where they are going in life. Together, we restore your confidence, we rebuild better boundaries, and we reconnect you with who you are deep inside. Using mindset, spirituality, and pure practical advice, I guide you and I equip you with all that you're going to need to bring about change in your life. We get you to that place to believe, to see not only that change is possible, but that it is entirely possible for you. What you're changing doesn't matter. What matters most is that you give yourself permission to do just that. So without further ado, let's jump right into this week's episode of Tough Love Energy. Hi, and welcome to this week's Tough Love Energy podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about moving the goalposts in our lives. Do you find yourself pushing forward just to get somewhere or to achieve something? And then you do, you get there, you achieve it. And that feeling of satisfaction proves elusive. It was pointed out to me fairly recently, in fact, by my own coach, that I have what she described as unrelenting standards. Now, you might think, as I initially did, that this was a thinly veiled compliment. But when I sat with it, I began to concede that this should more accurately be described as a flaw. I expect a lot from myself, and I know that this is true. As a result, I have a propensity to push myself to achieve as much as is possible, which of course I believe in itself is a good thing. I'm motivated, I'm energised, I'm always trying to do better and be better. Again, there's nothing harmful in any of that. But this really starts to become a problem when I achieve what I set out to, but then I don't allow myself the time or the space to celebrate or even just recognize what it is that I've just done. My tendency is simply to think, right, that's done. Now, what's next? What needs my attention? That's my unrelenting standards at play right there. I have, of course, always been like this, but it really hit home some months ago when I achieved what I knew was a childhood dream for myself. Like many other people, I have long believed that there was a book inside me, and I do know that this definitely is not unique. But I also knew that there was a book that really needed to be written just so that other people could read it. A book that I felt sure would help others to become unstuck or a book that I wish I had had access to when I myself was struggling with trying to figure out what I needed to do next in my life. However, there's an enormous difference between thinking about, wishing for and dreaming of something to happen and then actually physically doing it. And I was so about to discover that this was especially true when it relates to writing a book. It took me two very long and very painful attempts. But eventually, late last year, I sat with the finished manuscript in front of me. Not long after that, the next crucial step, the search for a publisher, which anyone that's ever written a book will tell you is so excruciatingly painful. 
This began in earnest. And long story short, earlier this year, I signed my first publishing deal. And to say I was overjoyed, incredulous. I just remember at the time just feeling, oh my God, it's happened. You'd be right to assume that you could have heard the whooping and the collaring, you know, that would celebrate this occasion from foreign lands for days and weeks and months afterwards. Well, you could assume that, but you'd be wrong. Instead, I found myself diverting almost immediately into worrying about the next stage, the editing. And then to compound this even further, I started to really stress about the theme for the second book. What would I write? Would it be as good as the first? Would I be able to deliver again? When would I find the time to do it? When would I be able? Would I be able? And you see, that's when I realised that that is exactly what I always do. That's why it was pointed out to me that I have this inbuilt predisposition to never allow myself feel like I have arrived, but that I am constantly on the road to somewhere. To engage the sporting analogy, I run up and down the pitch, shifting the goalposts at either end, every so slightly each time. And you know what? It is incredibly exhausting. Once I acknowledged it, I started to question how long I'd been engaging in this form of self-sabotage. Let's call a spade a spade. That's what it is. Was it a recent thing or was it more deeply ingrained? And the truth was it had always been there. I may not have been in receipt of an abundance of praise as a child. So in order to compensate, I felt that it was up to me to prove everyone and everything wrong. I knew I was smart. I knew I was bright and funny and creative. I knew this. I also knew I was loving and lovable. I just needed to convince everyone else. Of course, this resulted in years of people pleasing, really intense people pleasing, years of pushing myself always that bit further. But it really took me until quite recently to identify that while the intention behind what I was doing could be deemed admirable, i.e. the pushing myself further, the execution was pointless. Because, and this is the nub of it, no matter how many book deals I secure, and I will secure more, no matter how many love yous I hear, or how often people praise me for my work or for who I am, until I fully recognise my own achievements, and stop running up and down the pitch, moving the goalposts. I'll always be left wanting. And that hit home very hard. It can be more than a little daunting when you realise that external validation leaves you only with a temporary impression. You know that feeling when you acknowledge your achievement in that moment. You recognise what you've done. You recognise, you know, where you are. It justifies the effort and all the hard work that you've put into it. And yet you're just left feeling a little confused as to why it is you still feel empty. Well, as I said, that was me the week after I signed my book deal. I genuinely now feel very appreciative that that what I was doing was explained to me in the way it was as it has resulted in in me being able to go about correcting my behaviour. As I always say, the first step 
to all healing is awareness. And my being aware of my unrelenting standards is really helping me to start to curtail them. So what did I do? Well, I did what I always do. I wrote, I journaled, I committed to a daily practice of gratitude. I journaled each morning on the good things that I have in my life. And based on the theory that if you focus on the things you have, you will always have enough. I wrote it all down. Every day for the last few months, I recorded not only the good events, the things I achieved, the impact I am making, the successes I am achieving. I I wrote it all down and I admit that it felt so damned awkward at the beginning. I was kind of glad that that was the medium I had selected to journal because nobody else had to hear me brag about what it was that I was doing or achieving which of course, again, speaks to the heart of the issue here. I've been conditioned to believe that stopping and publicly recognising the good things I'm doing in my life is tantamount to bragging. And yet it was the very absence of allowing myself to do this that caused me to chase unrelenting standards. I recently read this gorgeous quote in a magazine. You can focus on the hole in the donut or you can focus on the donut itself. And it really made me stop and think, because in times past, I know that I would have fixated on what I could do to fill the hole, to improve it, to make it better. But now, right before I eat it, I think only about how it is that the hole makes the donut perfectly imperfect. And that's what I call progress. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Tough Love Energy podcast. I really hope that you found it useful. I also just wanted to let you know that my new five-week self-study program, The Change Accelerator, is now available. Sometimes we want change, but the commitment to work with somebody on a one-to-one basis might just seem a little overwhelming. You might want to do it your own pace in your own way. This five-week self-study program is going to empower and inspire you to create change with greater confidence. Does any of this sound like you? You're stuck, you've been thinking of making changes and have wanted to change for the longest time, but it hasn't happened. You're fed up watching everyone around you embrace change, make strides forward, and yet you're still where you always are. You've tried to change several times in the past. Sometimes you almost, almost made it to the end and often you didn't even get off the starting block. So you go back to where you were, to where feels safest and most familiar and you decide the change is not for you, at least not for now. If any of this does sound like you, then this programme will be ideal to give you that gentle prod that you need to get you started on your journey of change. Think of it like having the most supportive friend walking alongside you, providing you with all the tools that you're going to need to change, rebuilding your confidence, holding you accountable, reminding you how much you deserve this and helping you feel utterly safe as you go. To find out more about this programme, just email me on neveatnevenis.com or go to nevenis.com 
forward slash accelerator. You'll also see a lot more about this on my social media channels. So do pop in there too. Speak to you all soon.